This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even to a physical. Let's check your weight. Hop on the scale. Look at that. You're down a few pounds. Oh, yeah. Must be the new carbon fiber wheels. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. I'm going to prescribe 91 octane for your engine knock, and we'll want to see you again in 3,000 miles. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. Get a load of these. Shut up, Randy. Real girl time video going... Kenny Thomas! Kenny! Kevin Clone James. <laughs> Available everywhere. Beanie? Beanie? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. <laughs> Welcome to Jerry's Taco World. Would you like to try a burrito? Long time listener, first time caller. Oh. Here you go, Crisco! <laughs> oh, my! Hey, it worked! We're going! Hey there, I'm uh, Willie Griswold. Welcome to Bob and Tom's Bits and Pieces. I'm joined by Jessica Alsman and Jessica Hooker. Jess and Jess, how you guys doing? Oh, good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. I just realized I'm not even saddled up to the mic. Hey. Oh my gosh. So, I know, I'm just not professional. (laughs) I was trying to figure out what bit everything was from in the beginning, the opening intro that Jason made over there. So, do you guys still, when you hear that drum at the end... That is actually what kicks off the show every morning at six. So I remember hearing that drum like when I first started here and like getting butterflies. Like it's the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. SNL intro. You yes, know, exactly. like you hear that horn section mm-hmm. and you're right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, um, what do we hear? There's a Kenny Tarmac, longtime listener, first time caller. That's mm-hmm. Mr. O. Um, I'm trying to think of the other things that you hear in there. Well, our our fabulous producer, Jason, is featured in the intro. Rarely do I put myself in stuff, <laughs> Rarely. but I, I did that one just for fun. That is fun. And Willie actually laughed at it just a moment ago. Yeah. Yeah, year, that's your, that's a big yeah, one Yeah, the burrito. You. Yeah. Um, here's the- Burrito. So the, the burrito, yes. Great voice uh, acting. Great well, voice and acting. it's all Dean. Dean's uh, oh, the best coach. So. Absolutely. So this little piece here, you're talking to go back, uh, uh, Jess. Yes, that, that right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. That exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But see, I I hear that, and I expect to hear the the claps because oh, on yeah, the live yeah, yeah. show, there's the little the little yeah, applause. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So, but I don't have that. No, that's there's okay. a reason there's the pause there, but oh right, it, <laughs> it's, it's a technical it's, reason. Right, right. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things like that that I don't I don't realize we need that time to mm-hmm. switch and go and. I'll get um. I was driving in a little bit late the other day, I'll be honest, <laughs> a little bit late, got my morning coffee, and I'm coming in, going through the neighborhoods, trying to go slow, 
And then I heard the dun dun boom 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 boom. It's the Bob and Tom show. And then you're just kind of crossing your fingers mm-hmm. going, please be a long bit. <laughs> please be a long bit. Do not be the parrot bit. Do not be a short song. Right. Give me some damn time. And I remember being a kid coming to work with my dad and him saying, oh, we're going to be late, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tune it in, desperately calling Jason or Mark or Jimbo, whoever. Yeah. Play something long. Play two bits. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that that morning that you came in late. Actually, your dad was in the back of the building. I was in the corner of the office. Josh and Chick were the only ones that were actually <laughs> when the show started. There's a couple so, of times, yeah. a couple of times a week, probably. I'd say it's just me, Ace, and Chick in here <laughs> yeah. when the show's about Ace will be 30, and it's just the three of us in here. And Chick always just looks at me and goes, well, this is what we're going to do now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait for my dad. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Bob and Tom Bits and Pieces. And we're all here to just sort of listen to a few old Bob and Tom bits and kind of talk Bob and Tom. We're all, uh, we like to say we were fans first. I um, I grew up listening to the show. I grew up coming into the station from about eight or nine. Uh, Jess and Jessica, how long have you guys been here? And then also how long, when did you start listening to the show? Um, I started listening to the show. Uh, my origin story is uh, I was on the school bus in second grade, I think it was, and uh, the school corporation decided that Bob and Tom were not fit for school bus drivers to listen while they had kids. I had a guy come to work on my heater, uh-huh. and he goes, by the way, I feel like I've known you since I grew up. I've been listening to Bob and Tom since I was on the school bus. Yeah. And I go, who the hell was your school bus driver? Exactly. That is responsible. Cool right. Uh, really you got a cool, cool one. one. Yeah. yeah. We so, love cool school bus drivers. Yeah. So we were, they, they took it off, and I thought, well, I, now I have to figure out how I'm going to listen. And I, uh, I swiped my dad's Walkman. He had a bright yellow Walkman, and I would keep it in my backpack and listen to the show in the morning. And, uh, yeah, so that's when it started. So, uh, the late eighties, I feel like you're talking about an addiction right now. I know, right? Like this one, sneaking a Walkman on the bus. Hi, my name's Jess Hooker. (laughs) Um, so, and then I was an intern here. Yeah. Fast forward. I was an intern here in 2002. Yeah. I was an intern actually at the sister station and then did some stuff. Um, some voices when they would need stuff in the morning. Dean would be like, hey, can you come over here? There were three interns at the time. Um, I know that the the other intern that was here at the time, he works at a different morning show now. Uh, yes, yeah. and we don't speak of the third one. Never no. So, uh, yes. I think I found one of your first bits, I, and, and we can't really play it on the air. No, I, right. know, I know that there's actually two bits that I did while I was an intern that we don't play on the air anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one of these days, I will play the beginning of it. Okay. This is, it but, was... Uh, is, another episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we, <laughs> now I'm embarrassed. It's so bad. It, it is pretty so, bad. So, but but so it, bad. It's, it's, it's good, bad. You can look back and mm-hmm. kind of smile. You get a little mm-hmm. cringy, but you're like, you know what? I've grown up. Right. And is I'm this, better. Yeah. Is this the one with Tammy Pescatelli? Correct. Yeah. That's the one. I think that mm-hmm. is my very first one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um... And then I came here and I worked as a secretary. I answered phones and uh, gave people their prizes at that front desk that no one sits at anymore. I came back. <laughs> so that was 02. I started working here in 04. And then I just told Dean this story. Tom came out. You know how Tom does. He'll look at you and be like, hey, I have something for you to do. And then like three weeks later, he's like, hey, this is what I needed you to do. Yep. That happened. He wanted me to, he told me to close caption the, our first Comedy Central special. Mm. And I was like, I feel like there's p- 
people that do that, like there might be some legality, like the girl that answers the phones and hands out concert <laughs> tickets may not be the one for that. <laughs> and turns out Tom wanted me to close caption it for his use when he had one of these comedians that were featured on the special call in or be on the show. He wanted to reference their jokes like it was basically a setup for him to for them to call back and do that. Yeah. You that mean Tom when, didn't memorize everything? He didn't. No. So wait, in that first, that first Bob, that special, that's Roy Wood Jr., that's Mike Birbiglia, Mike David Br- Crow. Yes. Uh, and I want to say, I have to think about it. Actually, there's a, there's, it's the right poster, there's 18 it's, guys on there, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. So I think there's a poster that is the first and the second. And obviously we did a ton and then Comedy Central made the call on who was going to be right, the special. Right, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, like from my point of view, I remember that really well because mm-hmm. it was on my 12th birthday, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, it was at the Paramount Theater in Anderson, Indiana. Mm-hmm. I went to that show. Yeah. You went to that show? <laughs> I was a fan in the audience oh, with my, my mom and dad and brother. Oh, were that's you, awesome. Were you on TV? I don't know. Was I? Maybe. I, I remember that I, I was a fan in the audience because I remember because a, a camera like cut away to me and I remember being like, mm-hmm. I'm probably too young to be an audience member <laughs> at this show. But from a comedy in POV, if you look at that, there's like more than 20 Letterman appearances on the, oh, Nick yeah. Griffin. He's, you know, comedy seller guy in New York City. Roy Wood Jr. is in The Daily Show now. Mike Birbiglia, movies, all this stuff. Yeah, there huge. were some really hard hitters in that group. Yeah. And, then, and then Greg Warren. And then Greg Warren. Oh. Yeah, like Greg. former interns. He has an Amazon Prime special Oh, he right does. Now. That's right. Yeah. Where the field corn grows. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it is good, actually. Jess, what were you saying? I cut you off. Oh, I was just, I don't have uh, money to sit up close. Probably to be on TV. <laughs> My family didn't grow up with money. It was a big deal that we even got to go to the show. Yeah. And then I left from that show and went to Purdue University to my first foam party. So two firsts. In oh, one that night. was fun. There you go. Yeah. I that I didn't know you went to that show. I went to Anderson University. I, so yeah, I knew that, up, but I, did, I didn't know you went to that show. That's so funny looking back. Mm-hmm. I hit a raccoon on the way home and busted my radiator. That's Murder. what I remember about that night. <laughs> oh, I. I have, mm-hmm. I have a different story from that night. No. So yeah. Yeah, you hit a oh. raccoon and Jess was at a phone party listening to Get Low by Lil Jon. Oh, man, to the window oh. and to the wall. Say, have you ever heard friends. of David Crow? <laughs> <laughs> he was great. What were you saying, uh, Jess? I cut you off, I feel like. No, 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 no. I just, I, I remember being at that show and working and I, I, I don't know what it was, but I went up to the ticket booth and a guy that I had had a one night stand with in college came mm. out of the bathroom and I was like... He was like, hey. I said, hey. <laughs> and he was like, I'm here with my wife. I was like, hey, good to see you. All right. Let's, <laughs> yeah, we're done here. Oh, that's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was a really, really cool time. Yeah, it that was. That show was incredible. It you- was. So I came in in the midst of a Comedy Central special, and it was, it was just a really... Uh, buzzy time yep. around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my weird buddy Mark went to that. <laughs> and we were just two chubby, greasy thirteen-year-olds <laughs> just running around. A bunch so of so we grabbed you because we needed seat fillers in a couple of spots. Cool. Um, and we also didn't want it to look like super old in some areas. So yeah. we were like, here, we're going to move you up. And then we probably grabbed you and your greasy friend, Mark. Did you, what'd you say? Did you say he's greasy? Yeah. He's, well, he was just kind of a greasy kid. No, you like know? you're, you're 12. You're yeah. all greasy. You have a little yeah. shine to you. You don't have a matte finish <laughs> just yes. yet. Yes. I probably powdered your little faces and said, <laughs> sit here. Well, yeah. Willie, did, would you say that sort of imprinted on you that you're like, I want to be a comedian like those guys. Certainly, yeah. I mean, because I, I did get a, I got lucky, I got to sneak into some of the local clubs when I was a kid. Yep. I remember seeing Greg Morton at Crackers. I remember seeing 
I saw a lot of folks just kind of growing up, going to sort of crackers, going to Morty's. But then that was my first time seeing stand-up in just, I mean, that theater is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's massive. And it was a showcase. So instead of just seeing three comics, a host feature, and a a headline, you're seeing 10 of the, whatever, 20 of the best comics in the world. That was incredible. Yeah. That was such a cool moment. So was Greg Morton your first comedy show, you think, like at a club? No, my first comedy show... When I was like little, little, I remember going to several, and I can't remember who it was, mm-hmm. but I definitely saw, I would see guys like David Koechner, mm-hmm. guys like, oh, I saw him from Anchorman, I kind of remember him. Right. Um, gosh, I can't think of any. If I sat down for 20 minutes, I could write a few down that I actually remember, but right now, those are the guys I'm remembering. Yeah, I did that. My dad took my brother and I to shows that we had no business going to. Sure. Um, single dad. Uh, my little brother is three years younger than me, and I remember being at a David Spade show and going, mm. like it was his first theater. I think it was at Butler. Sure. And I was just like, wow, there, there really, there are no other kids here. It's just us. But I'm so glad that that was the thing that he chose. I mean, Heck yeah. to take us to. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. wild. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't believe you got to see David Spade in the theater. I know it was it was yeah I I didn't realize how cool it was at the time but then um I think after that that's kind of what got the ball rolling and um do you remember chopping I don't know if you guys do but the chopping oh. broccoli that was the, do you remember that Oh yeah the David so uh, that's that's uh, uh, uh not David Spade yes um, uh, Dana Carvey. Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey. Thank you. Yes. Broccoli. Yes. Broccoli. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he does yeah. the whole, and it's it's uh, it's the OJ trial. Like half of his stuff is OJ stuff, and he's talking about what's her name. Am I going to cut my bangs? Am I not? And I was just like, I watched that and memorized it, and thought it was so funny. Yeah. So I just loved it. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, let's go back in time, and we're going to play uh, this sort of theme is um, fake commercials. Yes. Um, the show uh, to me invented the comedic fake commercial oh gosh and 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 so many different ways too you know there's just the silly there's the mocking Mm -hmm. of a a existing commercial um so there's there's a handful of uh uh, a variety i have ready to go here so okay um i'm just gonna i'm gonna hit it and we're gonna go all right yep here we go announcing the newest way to save money on all your long distance calls Frigham All Communications, a division of Frigham All Industries, introduces a new long-distance calling plan that can save you 30, 40, or even 50% over what you're currently paying. Wow. And best of all, you don't have to switch long-distance services. All you've got to do is pick up your phone and then dial 10 10 5 8 4 32 32 79 5 6 1 2 3 and then 1. The area code, your birthday, and the bomb hiding averages from 1927 the estimated in-seam size of the person you are calling, the number you are calling, and then six random numbers of your own choosing. That's all there is to it. As an example, a 10-minute call from Chicago to Miami only costs 15 cents with the Frigamall plan. Of course, nine of those 10 minutes are spent dialing the phone. But that's the genius of the Frigamall calling plan. By the time you get through to the party you're calling, you are too mentally exhausted to carry on anything but a brief conversation. As a result, you'll save big bucks. In fact, the Frigamall plan will save you more than enough money to offset the medical treatment you'll require for carpal tunnel syndrome, which you're sure to acquire. Remember, the next time you're calling long distance, pick up your phone and dial 10 10 5 8 4 32 32 795621 then 1 the area code the Babe Ruth's combined betting averages from 1927 to 1930, the estimated in size of the person you're calling, the number you're calling, and the six random numbers. Just six random numbers of your own choosing. <laughs> 
It's just that simple. <laughs> International callers, please use Roberto Clemente's career RBI total instead of Babe Ruth's batting average. And please remember to enter inseam measurement in centimeters. <laughs> to get your Frigaball Communications long-distance calling card, just call our special toll-free number and just enter your home phone number area code first. Uh, followed by your zip code, social security, date of birth, and mother's maiden name. Then just simply dial in your 10 most frequently called phone numbers using area code first, followed by the estimated number of times called per week in a six-month average, not including holidays. That's all there is to it. And here's the best part. There are no confusing PIN numbers to remember. How easier could it be? Call today. Due to limited commercial time, please call information for our toll-free number. <laughs> What's that got? Early 90s got to be, right? I believe it's uh, mid-90s. Probably 95, 96, somewhere in there. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I heard that. That's yeah, so funny. That's a, yeah, that's that's the one I remember exactly what I thought when I heard it. And I was like, well, what is the advertisement for? Like, what are they going to get to? And I was just like, oh, this is the, oh, okay, okay. This is the joke. And that was our old boss, Marty. Mm-hmm. I was going to say it's Marty Bender and Chick McGee. Uh, right? Yeah, Chick doing a little a few little tags in there. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that's funny. For me, the biggest laugh line is six random of your neighbors. <laughs> numbers. That's six numbers. Beep, 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 yeah, it's beep, beep, beep. And here's the thing. As I was going over these, I didn't notice that yesterday when I was going. I just just now I did. Yeah, it's yeah. such a good laugh line. And then you're you're counting, going, is that actually six? Oh, that's six beeps. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Wow, yeah. six. But it, it reminds me of um, when you're setting a password and it, one capital letter and one uh, uppercase letter and capital uppercase, same thing. One capital, one uppercase. Aren't those the same thing? Uh, it's two special figures and words and numbers can't be consecutive by the ABCs and numbers can't mm-hmm. be. Oh my gosh! Yeah, not that special figure though. Yeah, exactly. Don't do that one. Exactly. Yeah. Do not use hashtags. Do not use pound signs. Same thing again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now that's it's funny. It's a straight read by Marty. Oh yeah. He did the girls gone wild videos mm-hmm. and he does you know the little he can hype, do the voice. Yeah, he does the high pitch, but that one just a straight read. And at the time, you know, like do you guys remember MCI? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the, the, the phone company. The phone yeah. company, because mm-hmm. it was expensive for long distance yeah. back then. Yeah. Sure. I mean, really expensive. Yeah. And 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 there was like I think it was sometimes less expensive to call out of state versus in state in a different area code. It was I feel weird. Like I remember that. Yeah. And, and that's the cell phones kind of eliminated all that. So they route of, you. You would dial a number, then they're going to route you somewhere else, and then they will route you so you can avoid the fee. Kind of yes. It was so strange. M- MCI was a collect thing. I, I remember one eight hundred collect. Yeah, starring Ed O'Neill. One eight hundred C O L E C T. But I mean, I remember the day of buying um, literally card long distance cards yep. that had so many minutes and it was cheaper per minute that way that's how we called home from college yes yeah uh yeah it's probably very likely what i did mm-hmm. i remember that because they would get like that's what i got a part in some of my graduation cards was like a, and i was like that I don't. I don't want to call home. Why don't you give me some cash? Right, right. Wow, right, Jess yeah. and Jason didn't realize how old you guys are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of damn dinosaurs. What the, over here. <laughs> There's okay, life listen. without cell phone. What? <laughs> no, I was. Joking. I actually was. I want to say they had had email on, like email on campus for like four or five oh. years before I got there. I'll go ahead and date myself here. (laughs) Um, I started college in 91. Mm -hmm. And at that time, there was email, but you had to go apply for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and get the disc from Best Buy? uh, Not necessarily. No, no. This was at Purdue. And I recall you just had to fill out this thing. The cool part was you could put your own 
name or i mean like uh, we put nicknames right screen names and screen stuff like names that. Yeah. and i had email i don't remember how i mean i obviously had to go to a computer to check mm-hmm. email now that i think about it yeah it's like oh crap i gotta go to a lab and mm-hmm. check my email kind of thing yeah um, but you had to apply for it yeah and it was it was like probably a something from the 70s some sort of form mm-hmm. that you had to put in it took a week before it came back oh yeah oh my gosh yeah. okay i didn't that, mine, oh, mine's yeah. not that bad <laughs> yeah. also but you guys uh, no, no, no no what she said what she meant to say was I, I, i'm not that old yes. but also you guys were probably like light years ahead of a lot of colleges being purdue yeah and having that available oh. in 91 yeah it took yeah. you that long you put a man on the moon in the 60s i know right <laughs> right the email before the 90s i, I remember my first I remember speaking of losing your card. Um, I remember my first internet experience. Oh, yeah. I would just, I had some sort of computer mm-hmm. class. It was about 93, 94. And they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. You got to open this program. Like, what's this program do? And like, okay, now you're on the World Wide Web. Yeah. There was nothing on it yet, really, <laughs> of, of any worth. Right. Um, Sorry, I, actually, I didn't hear you. I was busy texting someone in France. <laughs> You know what? Okay, Frigamall Phone Company. This is what it's called, right? Yes. And as a kid, I don't think I ever thought twice about the word Frigamall. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. Willie, as a kid, did you know or would you just randomly say it? It I happened mean, later because yeah. growing up, we had Frigamall industry stuff around the house. Just um, accepted it. I never got it. And then you get older, Frig. Oh, maybe they're saying... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't think I made the connection, Mr. Mm. Obvious, until I was yeah. uh, interning here. And I was like, oh, I get it. When was that? Uh, 2009. Okay. And I was like, I get it. Yeah. Frig them all. Yeah. yeah. And, and this, they had been doing that for years, probably 15 years they had been doing it by then. And then I was like, where's the Frig all building? Yes, a lot of people ask me where the Frig all building is, but mm-hmm. it's I referenced, yeah, I referenced it online the other day. I said something about the Frig all building just because i wasn't gonna say what it was so i was like i haven't heard that in so long and they used to say like we're on the sixth floor or the ninth floor or something oh yeah strange. chick would i think chick said the 70 something, something. oh <laughs> okay. the TV i mean it was show would open it up with it going up oh, to the top of the yeah. building that's right that's yeah. right yeah yeah, that's it was funny. yeah, it was a pretty high one. If you and if you if you're like, uh, I, I finally want some tickets, and you show up oh, to yeah. this building, like, oh, Where's the and building? imagine the building before the add-on. How that was. Just oh yeah, like, it was, you, I mean, it, it, we it, the actual name that we called is the Radio Ranch, yeah, because yeah. it's one floor, yep, <laughs> mm-hmm. but really difficult to get into. Yes, right. Don't show up here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we, uh, if we make it easy to get to, Greg Warren's going to be in here every damn day bothering yeah, me. I know, that's oh, true. my gosh. True. I know, right? Uh, we got another bit, Jason? Yes, we do. Yeah, let's, awesome. uh, this one um, Yeah, this one hits a, hits a spot, I will say. Let's put it that way. Um, I think you'll like this. Here we go. <laughs> oh, sure. You grew up in a trailer park, but now that you've made it big and moved to the suburbs, you just can't sleep at night. You've thought about purchasing one of those expensive white noise machines that claim to create a soothing wall of sound. But tell me. Do you really think that white noise is relaxing? Hell no! Hell no is right, darling. Do you have trouble sleeping at night? Sure do. Let me guess. Did you grow up in a trailer park? Sure did. Well, Frigamall Home Health Products, a division of Bob and Tom Industries, has just the thing for you. Forget about that white noise machine. What you need is the white trash noise machine. (laughs) The white trash noise machine? 
That's right. The White Trash Noise Machine features dozens of the same soothing trailer park sounds you remember from your childhood. You'll feel safe and secure and drift off to sleep like a little white trash baby. Just press the button and listen. Get up, Daddy. You're crashing my smokes. Hush up. Has anybody seen my chewing tobacco? Where the hell's the toothpaste? I need to brush my tooth. Ah, yes. Nothing is more comforting than the white trash noise machine. It is to your baby, Cletus. It's just a coincidence he looks like Morgan Freeman. I'm going to kill you. You'll also get these relaxing white trash sounds. A Camaro falling off the blocks. Fly swatter. <laughs> a bullhorn from the TV show Cops. Drop the snake and put your hands on the car. The sound of a marijuana bong. <laughs> and every single song from Tim Wilson. <laughs> With the white trash noise machine, you'll always get a good night's sleep. Check out these unsolicited testimonials. Oh, I tell you what, this white trash noise machine knocks me out faster than an Oxycontin and a 12-pack of PBR. You know, after I won the lottery, I just couldn't sleep in this big old fancy house. But I couldn't take sleeping pills on account of that damn court-ordered drug test. <laughs> Shoot, nowadays I can sleep in till it's time to go out on the porch and watch Jerry Springer. Thank you, white trash noise machine. Jesse, Justin, Jasper, Jacob, get in here and go get cleaned up. Your daddies are stopping by today. You too, Jamal. It's the white trash noise machine. Order now and you'll receive, as our gift to you, the white trash aroma therapy machine. You'll enjoy all those comforting smells you remember from your childhood. There's Cheese Whiz, Fried Bologna, Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels and Vomit, Jack Daniels Vomit and Cheese Whiz, Gunpowder, and of course, Poopy Diapers. Now that brings back memories. Right you are, Reba, you mayonnaise sandwich-eating cracker. The White Trash Noise Machine. And if you order right now, you'll also receive these white trash sounds. Restraining order. It's going to take more than a damn piece of paper to keep me from seeing you, sweetheart. Repo Man. Oh, come on, man. The check's in the mail. Propane heater exploding. Hey, baby. You smell something? The White Trash Noise Machine from Frigamall Home Health Products, a division of Bob and Tom Industries. You all. <laughs> that was great. Oh, my gosh. I remember that one very well. I remember that very well. Because your dad uh, had a a little input. That's got him all over it. That reeks of Tom Griswold. (laughs) I don't know how Tom would know, but he knows something because I... There's like I feel like there's personal memories in that <laughs> bit for me. Uh, like fun fact, Christy and I lived in the same trailer park mm-hmm. at different times in our lives, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my siblings and I all have the same first initial, so <laughs> I feel a little attacked right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honest. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's How about great. every hillbilly named Cletus? Like, gosh. Yeah, I actually don't know anybody named. Cletus. Uh, is there really anyone named Cletus? Just Cletus mm. the slack-jawed yokel. yokel. Yeah. yeah. I, well, ours was Cecil. 
when somebody says Cletus, I was like, I I don't know a Cletus, but I know a close, like, mm. what I, is that mm. person, Cecil? I'm pretty sure that in high school football, we were playing a team, and I think they were just kicking our ass. I don't know, maybe they weren't, maybe actually we were winning this game, but I just remember that a guy got in trouble on the other team, and the coach just yelled, damn it, Cletus! <laughs> <laughs> and then, out of nowhere, you just hear it. Coach, it ain't my fault. Oh, it's true. <laughs> and I have a couple of buddies who if I say, damn it, they'll just play back. Coach, it ain't my fault. <laughs> right away. Uh, one of the things I like about that bit, it has a little bit of bite to it, uh, a little bit of meanness, a little bit of old school meanness, which oh, I would yeah. say, yeah, I would yeah. say that is yeah. uh, maybe a byproduct of my dad being the writer. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line is that, like the little white trash baby you are. <laughs> <laughs> really putting some bite onto a commercial. And there's some good... Um, Vocal performances, and you might even missed one of them uh, about in the first minute. I can play it back here in a bit. But but nearing the end, uh, Mark Allison's line of, It's going to take four that are restraining (laughs) Mark Allison. I know. That's that's an awesome one. I have Mark Allison written right here. And then the other one, Dean does a few voices or a few perspectives in that. Mm -hmm. And the one thing he says, I swear the check's in the mail. Mm -hmm. And whenever we were kids, and we would do a little bit or whatever if we'd have to go in there and they need the you know background noise for kids chattering or if it's me in some weird high-pitched voice saying whatever it is. Every time we'd finish, Dean would say, checks in the mail. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'd yeah. go, thanks. And until I was about 11, <laughs> I really thought those checks were coming. And I went to Sam and I was like, hey, what does dad do with those checks that Dean sends us for the work we're doing at the station? And he goes, you know, you don't really work there, right? <laughs> until about fifth grade, I told everybody I was an intern here. <laughs> I love that Dean's telling eight-year-old you the checks in the mail. And then yeah. I was just walking yeah. out on cloud nine. Hey, right. checks, right. Money, money's coming in. I'm going to get right. residuals for that. That's Even when I first started, he just would say... Uh, help yourself to a pop in the fridge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so excited. That's funny. Oh, man. So what voice are you talking about, Jason? Does anyone else recall it, a, a voice that they heard in there of somebody you know? Laura Steele. Laura's in there. I was really bummed out we didn't get to hear Country Christie in there. Yeah. Country no. I think there's a girl actually, and Laura might be in there, but there's a girl named, I think, Stephanie, who plays kind of the main Yeah, gal. that's Yeah, that's, that's not, not Laura. That's not, that's not Laura. Laura. No. In the uh-uh. intro, that's not Laura? No. no. You're joking. No. 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 What I year was is certain this? it was. I don't think it is. Mm, it's not. What it's not. year is this? Um, Wait a second. Is that Pat in there also? Yes. There oh. you go. That must have been an early Godwin appearance. Oh. Uh, yeah. Let me find it here real quick. Um, if it would actually open up for me. And this joke pops up on Twitter, I'd say probably four times a year. Mm-hmm. Someone says, I've heard of the white noise machine. What about the white trash noise machine? And it turns into a thread. Yeah. Sure. And it's <laughs> not any, like, no one's, like, stealing anything. But yeah. this is just, it's such a pretty powerful idea, white trash noise machine. It, it's kind of, it's a thing that kind of comes around every couple of years. Yeah, all right, here we go. That's Dean. Where the hell's the toothpaste? I need to brush my tooth. Pat. Uh, that was Pat. Wait, what part? Where's Where the, the toothpaste? Taste? I need to brush my tooth. That's Pat. No. Yes. Look at him. What yeah. an actor. Yeah. Yeah. I need to brush my tooth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where's my damn toothpaste? Well, my favorite one is where it says, uh, yeah, it's going to take more than a piece of paper to keep you away from me. Personally, my mother would call the police like she was ordering a pizza. Like she just like. Like always, we were always calling the police about something. Hey, it's me again. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my gosh. Oh, and no. so it's just, and that was always the, that's, that is a real white trash threat. The first thing, mm-hmm. I'm getting a restraining order. Restraining order. order. Yeah. It's going to oh. take more than a damn piece of paper to keep me from seeing you, sweetheart. Oh, I would, I would. The fact that he calls her sweetheart. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, and that's, oh my gosh. That, it, it, it just touches on so many things. There had to have been, 
many people who had lived in a trailer park that could that could uh, really relate to that. Or in a ranch-style home in the country. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I grew up farther south than all y'all, so I don't want to hear it. That's true. <laughs> and yeah. the, the end where it's that sort of straight announcer and he has to go, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> y'all? Well, y'all? Uh, that's Dave, Dave Dugan. Dugan. Yeah, yeah, that's Dave, Dave Dugan. Oh, wow, yeah. Dave Dugan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. You never know where you're going to find Dave Dugan in life. Oh, it's so true. Uh, uh, hold music. I've seen his picture on a website for like a HVAC system. Mm-hmm. I mean, Just yeah, you random. never know where you're going to find Dave Dugan. And that's sort of a cool thing about Bob and Tom people. As we were saying earlier, Roy Wood Jr. is now doing The Daily Show. You never know. Uh, I went to a bar in Chicago, Old Town Ale House, and it's right across the street from Second City, and we'd go there after the conservatory performances, and they got a picture of John Fox just right there above the bar. Mm-hmm. And it's just so crazy how far-reaching this show is and uh, how many people get to listen to it and hear it and the, sort of the talent that's there. It's, I, I love it, you know? Yeah, John Fox was my first comedy club uh, headliner. Good I Lord. Went, yeah, I was, I mean, it was, I was 18 or had just turned 18, and we went to the comedy club and and they sat us in the front row. I mean, two I, eighteen Lord. and twenty year olds. Yeah, it yeah. was a date, and yeah. he just he was. It, there were a lot of masturbation jokes pointed towards my date, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, they tried. I went to see. I went to see Josh at one of the clubs in Indy. I was like, I'm going to go support Josh, be a team player, my neighbor. They tried to sit us in the very front row. I'm oh. like, not going to work. <laughs> Looked in the back yeah. to see who was a big Bob and Tomer. I'm like, hey, you sir, how would you like to sit in the front? And he's like, would I? Yeah. And I'm like, is this is going to get weird. Because then what do you do? Not yeah. look at the, hey, Josh. <laughs> no, then you have like your coworker just like, hey. Like, yeah, it's me. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get weird. That is always weird when you go to any show, especially, uh, I don't know. I You know what? Ellie and I stopped and saw you one time. At Crackers. I at remember Crackers. That, that was and, very nice. Yeah. And she was like, hey, I saw Willie's going to be there. And we were downtown. And I was like, well, let's swing through. And we did. And I I don't think, I think we came, we saw you, or you knew we were there after your show. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, Ellie, like it's, sometimes it's kind of weird if somebody sees you before, you make them nervous, like let's not do that. Oh, no. And so we stayed in the back and I was like, let's just make sure he doesn't see us. Because I think that there's sometimes, there's comedians that get really nervous, especially if they know you're with the show and you're going to report back. Obviously, your dad knows how funny you are, so that wasn't the situation, but... That was fine, but I will say the one time my dad, not the one time, he's seen me several times, but the last time my dad saw me do stand-up, I was hosting at a club in Indianapolis, and some guy heckled me, and I was just deer in the headlights up there, didn't know where to go, and then after the show, but I was just like, yeah, that was, um, I was brutal up there. (laughs) Wait, so he was there? He was there, he was in the crowd. How great if you were like, dad, he's being mean. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder if your dad has that, that, like, paternal, like, who's... Oh, I can't imagine how I can't yeah. imagine what was going through his head. But yeah, some guy called me like Free Willy or whatever it was. He was riffing on. I was saying something similar to it. They, he didn't just decide to call me a okay. Okay. He didn't just out of the blue yell it out. But yeah, that is uh. getting heckled, and then I just home. Oh, don't you know this is big for me? My dad is here. You know, what can I say? What the hell can I do? Right. All right, you want to get into another bit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll probably wrap it up with this one because uh, we've had a good time here. And so three is probably going to do it for us. Hey, you like a pizza? Sure, everybody likes a pizza. You like your pizza fast? Sure, everybody wants their pizza fast. Well, that's why you should call me. Hello, I'm a Tony Razzi. You know... 
When my father passed down old family recipes to me, he said, Tony, my son, you got to deliver pizzas fast as you can. So, in his spirit, I named my restaurant after him. Paparazzi Pizza. Oh, no. And Paparazzi Pizza, our fleet of speedy motorcycles are ready to chase you down and give you a nice hot pizza. <laughs> but that's not all you get. We'll also snap some candid photos of whoever answered the door. <laughs> Paparazzi Pizza. Oh, hi, can I... Uh, Smile! Uh, <laughs> a little bit to the left. Move over here. Smile! Stop it. That's good. You look good. Stop it. Are you sleepy? That's it. I'm out of here. I- I'm going to the police. Uh, wait a moment. You can't get away from paparazzi pizza. Oh, you can't get away from paparazzi. Here I come. You can run, but you can't hide from a paparazzi pizza. Paparazzis, uh-huh. you get a pizza in a flash, whether you want it or not. Hey, leave me alone, you parasite. I good when you're angry. Slow down, your pizza, it's getting cold. Don't call us, we'll find you. Smile, it's a paparazzi pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I think that's my first time hearing that bit, to be completely honest. And I have known about that bit my entire life, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to bring something in tomorrow morning. You guys are going to get delighted by it. They made Mm. a paparazzi pizza delivery car cover. Oh, like wow. the little magnetic thing that sits on your top. Yeah. And it's sitting in my house with a bunch oh, of old Bob and Tom amazing. stuff. That's awesome. It is so cool. That is very cool. Uh, I can't believe you played that because I, I, when I was like, when we were talking about this initially, I was going to send you a picture of that being like, hey, man, we got to put this in somewhere. Yeah. That is so funny. Hey, boys, this is the Pope. That's what I always think. Like, yeah, that, yeah, he does. That's his Pope voice. Yeah. Hey, yeah. guys, it's me, yeah, the Pope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, Jason, thank you for giving us all of Mark Allison's greatest hits. Oh, well, no, no, no. Mark, Mark oh, has plenty of... We could do a whole well, episode of Mark Well, alone. honestly, a lot of those we can't play anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah you know what? Never mind. Why? I know that character now that you say that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, is yeah, yeah. such a funny... And then just the sound effects of, I'm getting out of here, getting in the car, and then... <laughs> oh god and that's, that's and if i i think do you know i'll let you guys guess i have a guess of who plays the person at the house that answers the door like uh, mark is the delivery guy sure. do you know who the other guy is no it's familiar it i familiar guess enough. run i think it's cookie oh, oh i think it is cookie yes. yeah that checks out amazing yep i hear yeah. it now let me, let me see if i can pull yeah. it up here real quick um can I, uh, Smile! <laughs> Smile! <laughs> Little bit to the left. Move over here. Smile! Yeah. That's good. You look good. Are you sleepy? That's it. I'm out of here. I'm going to the police. Wait a moment. Man, I don't know. The, the that's, tail I, I end. That's, that's a young cookie. That's a young cookie. Because yeah. this bit is a good 20 years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I... I I was pretty certain it was Scott until that very last part. Yeah. Like, that kind of made me think, well, maybe it's not. But yeah. I think it just a, it's just a younger voice yeah. of his. Yeah. yeah. I caught well, Cookie in a good mood the other day. It sounds a lot like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what's funny about this is like, I feel like Tom probably wrote it. And here's why. It it checks out to about a 55 second intro. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he is setting up everything. But here's the beauty of it. It has a payoff. Oh, it, it yeah. It has a total oh, yeah. payoff. Yeah. And sort of the good thing about that is I kind of like the longer intro because uh, the, the voice Dean's doing is a little bit silly. So it's not yeah. a totally boring setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the payoff of that is just so killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, just the Mark Mark Allison voice, man, that is funny. I love it. I want to hear him say that to me every day. Smile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder. This might go a little dark here, but I wonder if this is post. Um, it is Princess Diana. Diana. It has to be soon after. She died right? ninety seven. Ninety seven. So yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is probably ninety eight or nine. Because the I'm whole guessing. time I was hearing this and the chase part, I'm mm-hmm. like, did they write this because of Princess Di? Yeah. Is it around now or was it August? Uh, they just it was it just happened. Yeah, whatever, that's what I thought. August September. Ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was September. Might have been early October, even. Yeah, something weird like. I think it might have been September. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. It's okay, just cheer up, everybody. Smile. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, I need Mark. Just saying that. Mm-hmm. Mark is a good. He's a he is, is such a. I went in the other day and I was like, Hey, do you need anything? He was like, Nope, love it, love the aura, love the look, love everything you're doing, love it. And I was like. I want to come in here more. Yeah. Thanks. Well, that's <laughs> a boost you up. Everyone in this building is kind of a good, positive, fun, yeah. and a lot of people here are really funny, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes it makes it easy. Because I remember growing up being like going into an office, and it was here, and being like, oh, it's great here. Mm-hmm. I love offices. This is incredible. Right. And then you're with your buddy, and you've got to go to his dad's office on a weekend or whatever, and you're like... What the hell is this boring? <laughs> Who are these boring, boring people? These boring, miserable people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of really good, fun people here on hand. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Dean and Dean knows how to use them and get the mm-hmm. like you know Scott's a good you know Cookie's a good straight guy. Mm-hmm. You know. He's do the, you do you think just for the sake of it, maybe we could all do our little writer session with Dean and we could all three produce individual bits and bring them in sometime and play them for each other? Sure. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think that um, it would annoy Dean a lot. <laughs> I don't know because I feel no, like no, I, I think Dean would love to work with the three of us. And I get that too. Like that. Yeah, well, Dean yeah. is also just a just a really good guy to see and to be around. He's yeah. the he's Wait. the greatest. I saw on Facebook the other day. I had a thing, like a reminder, and it was from Dean. And it goes, "Hey, are you okay? For some reason, I had a dream that you didn't have socks. Do you have socks?" <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was like right when I went to college, so whatever, yeah. 2012. Aww. And that was just such a sweet little note from. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Dean's the best. It is. It's one of those. Dean and I just sat in there and talked for like 15 minutes earlier. And I was like, remember when my daughter was two and she fell in your pool? And we were like, oh, my gosh. Like that, that they've my kids have known Dean their whole lives. Yeah. And like he was the guy with the pool that we almost drowned. Well, no, Dean and Pat taught me how to play guitar. I had another guitar teacher uh, locally, but those were the two guys I would go to their house or Pat would come over. Right. And I remember sitting down. Pat taught me how to play Blackbird for just a whole Saturday and then Aww. watching Jimi Hendrix documentaries with Dean and watching the Beatles movies, like the Hell movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys were really, uh, it, it is one of those things where you say every business says, oh yeah, we're a family. But growing up, I, this place, it really does feel like a family a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. My kids feel the same way. You showed a picture, or I don't, actually you didn't, I'm sorry. Uh, Chick and Ellie have a picture of you and Dean at uh, the shack. Yep, and I know the exact the, picture he's talking about. Yeah, with the guitar. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so funny because you look a lot like my son had that long, swoopy oh, hair yeah. at the time. And I have a picture of Max and Dean in here and Dean giving Max a guitar lesson. And I was like, man, how many kids has he? <laughs> <laughs> I know. He, they, they, we've been like, hey, Dean, would you? And he's like... 
yeah, I'll do it again. Yeah, and he always does, and he's probably always so enthusiastic and, and, and happy to help. Well, as an adult, I started playing bass a handful of years ago, mm-hmm. and it's because Dean loaned me a guitar, a bass guitar. He that had I an had. extra one to spare? He had an extra one. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, no what? joke, no what? joke. Had an extra one, very nice I one, think he actually. had about a spare 78, actually. <laughs> yes, a spare 78. Uh, have you ever been to his uh, yeah. up in the attic? I have. It's incredible. My yeah, eighth grade yeah. band, Mezzostatic, recorded a little <laughs> mixtape with Dean. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll have to find that one of these days. Oh, I'm getting gypped here. Dean, where's my music lesson? I know, right? Right. <laughs> I yeah. don't have a child to teach. Just teach me something. <laughs> yeah, but isn't Donnie, your boyfriend, like this like music prodigy? Can, can he, he just, just sit down stuff. and yeah, he, he can, can like, play, play by ear? Keyboard. He doesn't read Maybe. music. Yeah, my dad has a big crush on Donnie. He yeah, talks about we it. all do. He just goes, he goes, he goes, yeah, I mean, if you ever need anything done, just call this guy. He'll get it done for you. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he does know what he's doing. Yeah. He does. Appliances, he's your man. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, this has been Bits and P- Bob and Tom's Bits and Pieces. Thank you for listening. Jess and Jess, thank you. Jason, thank yeah, you. Yeah, and I think we're going to do a Halloween episode <gasps> next week. Hell yeah. And which we could do Halloween for months, I Are feel we, like. I, and, I, I'm featured in the Halloween. Um, you tell me which one and I'll, uh, I'll light it up for you. Okay, I'm going I'm to send it to you. All right, then. Well, thanks for listening. This is Bob and Tom's Bits and Pieces. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, "What is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.